Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this very brief episode of the Glasgow's Green Podcast, aka Gigpod. As brief as this is, it's still a show, and it can go down as episode 85. I will now become a stat padder, so no doubt this is your idols, Gigpod. Well and truly finished, but there we are. Alright, first off, if you check out our pinned tweet at Gigpod, the guys at Football Prizes are giving away a signed Ange Postacoglu Celtic shirt, Plus, the current squad have signed a ball there too. So, if you click the link, you'll be able to purchase a ticket for their draw, which is on 7.30pm on Monday, December the 27th. They help support us, so it would be a big help for them if you could take the time to do that as well. A quick reaction to the other night in Paisley. First off, seeing as we couldn't do a podcast for it, this was down to me being ill after the booster I got on Tuesday, which I have now recovered from. You'll be gutted to hear that though. Rizzo was isolating and God knows what Spunk Phone was doing. To be honest with you everyone, I've actually stopped caring these days, I don't even ask anymore. Right, there's no doubt it was a very disappointing result, although I've seen us play much worse. I think we still created chances with one of the weakest forward lines I've ever seen us put out. And I think after a month of scraping by games and riding our luck, like, you know, the fortunate goal against Aberdeen... Hearts missing a sitter against us, Murrowell maybe not taking their chances, I think edging out these games by a single goal, not to mention digging deep against Ross County and Dingwall. It did feel like something like this was just coming around the corner. The feeling of dropping points against St Mirren, the timing of it was unfortunate. It just happened to be a few days after the brilliant euphoria of seeing Ange win his first trophy as Celtic manager too. So that was deflating. And I think it now puts pressure on the team ahead of Sunday. Now the game on Sunday is made more difficult with the fact that St Johnston are at the bottom of the table. They are two points behind Ross County and I think they'll be fighting for their lives to be honest. Being in that position at Christmas and going into the break never really bodes well for clubs in this league. And I think they'll be right up for it. But hopefully so will we. And I do expect them to sit in and play for the draw a lot like St Mirren. And I think if we have the same trio in attack who played in Paisley, it's going to be a really hard ask. But you know what? It's one more game 
until we can just get to that winter break. It's one more game to get over the line here and just get the three points by any means necessary. And then we can re-energise and regroup um, with a squad that we've got. And I just hope the players have it in them just one last time to see this one out before they can get that much-needed break. Thanks to the great guys at the SPFL for bringing that forward as well. Our record at McDermott Park has been excellent. I think we last lost there in 2016, I think it was. It was like under Ronnie Dyler. I think we lost 2-1. Before that, we lost there in September 2012. There was like a 3-3 draw in 2014 as well. But you know, ever since losing in 2016 under Dyla, we've won there pretty much every time. I feel St Johnston offer nothing in attack, and I think if you look at the league table, they've only scored 10 goals all season, and they're up against us, who are the team with the best defence, so the form book would suggest that they will struggle, and I think if we can get the first goal, I'll be really confident that we can get the three points and keep the pressure on Rangers going into the break. I do feel that while the other night was a blow, the league is nowhere near over. Rangers are favourites to win it, but they were at the start of the season anyway. No one gave this Celtic team a chance of being in a title race at this stage back in July, you know, due to the nature and the magnitude of the rebuild that was needed after the calibre of the players that were lost and just the general shambles that Ange had to inherit. But it does say a lot about the manager and the squad that we are only six points off it and we still got to play Rangers three times. And I've heard people say that we haven't beaten them in two years, but we've now got a goalkeeper we can trust again. We've got a defence that, as I said earlier, boasts the best record in the league now. And a fully fit Jota will make a massive difference to this side, especially in these key games against Rangers. Not only that, I've seen worse Celtic teams beat far stronger Rangers teams in my lifetime too. And I think with the proper recruitment in the upcoming window, it could very well make the difference for us moving forward. As I posted on my account, like we won a league title after being six points behind in April 2008. They had two games in hand as well. And let's not forget, you know, it was October 2011, we were like over 10 points behind and we clawed that back as well. And that was against the Rangers side, who were just crown champions too. So I don't buy it that we're out of this at all, and neither were the manager. So let's just see how it goes in mid-January before we're chucking the towel in. We need to be right behind the manager and the team for this campaign, and do you know what, we have been for the most part. I hope we continue to back them for the rest of the season, as they'll definitely need us. The restrictions have been a real sore one for all football fans in the country as well. Uh, when they were announced earlier in the week, I felt really gutted, and I think a lot of people that listen to this show will probably feel the same as well. I just hope we can all be back at Celtic Park and the football in general soon enough. Do I think there'll be a full house against Rangers? Probably not. I know that Hamish Carton at 67 Hale Hale was very sceptical about it too. But even a half-full Celtic park will be far better than one with 500 fans or behind closed doors. So I would take that over the alternative. I do have to say it was a ridiculous decision, but I don't want to get into one about Jason Leach on Christmas Eve. I'm going to leave it there, especially seeing as an entire supporters bus have put a hat out in me for speaking out about the actions of the Scottish government. Which I'll never understand, because I would never criticise them. Anyway, ask the guys to send on their messages to you, the fans, ahead of Christmas Day. So, Rizzo said, Thanks to everyone for listening to GigPod. We wouldn't have got where we are today if it wasn't for you. Hail, hail. John, I don't know where we are. He makes out like it's the end of trading places or something. I'm in G73, and he's in Mary Hill. But Rizzo, you truly are the MVP of the podcast, so fair enough. Thank you. Spunkphone has said... 
can you say something like unbelievable support on the podcast great effort from the lads Merry Christmas, Happy New Year we go again in 2022 very sincere spunk phone, thank you and from myself, Stevie thanks a lot to everyone for listening engaging with us on social media and just continuing to generally tune in um, we see the downloads increase week by week and it really does mean a lot I checked the inbox and I saw a few messages from folk this month who reached out to us. Obviously, no names will be mentioned, but they were just grateful that we put out our nonsense at a time when they'd been having a wee bit of a hard time or they were just going through some stressful situations. So, do you know what? If we can put a smile on somebody's face for like two seconds, then great. We really don't take the support for granted, so it genuinely means a lot. And thanks so much for tuning in to us. So, have a brilliant Christmas, uh, and myself and Rizzo will be back reviewing the St Johnston game. We'll likely put a podcast out for Monday the 27th, and despite the winter break coming after Boxing Day, we've still got a Q&A pod to do, we'll get that sorted, and we'll also look into releasing some like old archive interviews to keep you all going in what will be a barren month, no doubt, in January. So once more from us all, stay safe, have a brilliant one tomorrow, and hail hail! Network.